Archimax login confirmed. Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. Episode 155, The Pope's Exorcist. Hello and welcome to a holiest of holy editions of the LodgeCast. I'm your LodgeCast with me as always, is Brother Bishki. Forgive me, Father Mort. <laughs> In the way, way back, we have Brother Lucas. I'm a the Pope and I want to go to the zoo to see the monkeys do it. <laughs> <laughs> on this supersized episode, we have returning champion, Brother Justin. Ah, Mort. And Brother Zach. Blessed be thy bones. And an especially blessed return of Sister Debbie. Devil's in the house. Oh my God. Mm. What a packed cast tonight. And this movie is... It's, it, we're probably going to be talking about this movie more in depth than anyone on the planet, even the filmmakers, <laughs> while they were making it. It's called The Pope's Exorcist. And the only reason we are here tonight, other than to welcome Sister Debbie back into the fold, is because we covered the facts that this was based on. In the documentary, The Devil and Father Amorth, episode Zero zero six six. Go back. Go back and listen to episode six. And I did. It's fun. And I did this afternoon. As did I. How did it? How did it fare? What what did you glean from that? Lodgemaster, your tone of voice sounds like you just survived a plane crash on stage, (laughs) like with not a scratch on you, wandering out of a cornfield before and after the movie. Oh my! I think what the listeners need. Um, if they get anything, yes, um, is f- if you could play the clip from episode 006 <laughs> where Bishke breaks down the Amort line. Okay, yes, yes. <laughs> and the pandemonium that it causes in the Prius at the time. Yes. Absolute bedlam. To me, Friedkin is like a, a Werner Herzog figure where, where because the way he talks, because the way he conducts himself, he's got a flair for the sensational that's just ridiculous and <laughs> silly and i and i just enjoy it how does that translate to bones two though? bones <laughs> no oh. no <laughs> no oh, what it's i'm not giving it like i'm not saying go out and see it definitely don't no. go out and see it no but man, throw, it, throw no. it out on sleep on it throw on your netflix no <laughs> If you want to go to sleep. That shouldn't even be on Netflix. It's going to be buried in Amazon Prime at best. If you want to go to sleep. It's good. It's good. We have some disagreements here. No, you're being provocative on purpose. Controversial. Historical. I was jogging and listening to that episode. I have a vivid memory. And and, uh, I just collapsed into laughter. I had to stop. And listening to it today... It also got me again to the point where, like, this is why I tune into the Lodgecast every Thursday. Mm. It's the Amort episode. Mm. That's right. And yeah. Zach coined the Amort line. Yes. Uh, which is two bones. Which two I bones can't to believe a, you, Bishki. You are a, a trickster. That's where the trickster was born on that episode. Kind of was. It's a dubious rating because there's a trickster gleam behind it. When Bishki drops two bones on a wild piece of shit, you you invoke a mort immediately. Yeah, you're having a like a I think Vietnam you, flashback where you're just getting pissed preemptively. <laughs> you I was, also invoke a, the Amort line 
when someone goes below two, right? And you got to put them in check. And you say That's, you're going below the amort line with this, really? It's like the equator. It's like the film movie watching equator. So yeah. to be a listener and to be a dedicated listener of this humble podcast, you need to know all about this extended, expanded, yeah, fucked up universe. Because beyond my two bones, uh, <laughs> it was given by Lodge Master, Brother Justin, Brother Lucas, and the bad boy, Brother Jonathan, <laughs> all woofs. All of them. Yes. Because it deserved Rightfully. it. Yeah. Right, righteously. But devoutly. Plot, plot twist. Sister Debbie, you watched the documentary. I did. In the Devil and Father of Mort. And what say How many? you about it? You know, I watched it in my parents' uh, cave bedroom in the basement of their house. The Perfect. Perfect um, place. Yeah, yeah. All on my own. And so it was an interesting mental place for context. But I will say that I quite enjoyed it mm. in moments. <laughs> I liked, I really, I did, I did enjoy the long form boredom of these interviews. <laughs> That's like, exactly like, right. Like it's, I, I really love this idea of, of monotonous evil, yes, you know? Very um, monotonous. And I, I liked like the brother sister conversation and the slithering on the ground description that keeps coming up. Mm -hmm. And I like a description where you're forced to imagine. What can I say? Now, yeah. just, just so the, just so. I I might have given it too. I might give it wow. too. See, listen to yes. that. That's crazy. Yes. That I know. I'm on crazy. your team. I'm Team Bishk. Yeah. But just so people know, just so people understand. Now, Zach, I'm guessing you didn't do your homework and you didn't watch the doc. Because it, because that's all I need no, to hear. No, no, I told no, you no, to do no, it. No, no, no. Because, <laughs> because we're about to discuss the no. ending and of the will. documentary. We will, but, but hold on. Yeah. The reason is there are certain movies that accrue <laughs> such... A warmth yes. of nostalgia watching through the Lodge cast. Sure. Now you're buttering us up. Well, I like to it. Watch I'll take it. it. <laughs> to actually it. watch this piece of 30 shit. 30 pieces of silver. Uh, it just, uh, it yeah. would just degrade Seeing the my movie memory. Is, is beside the Listen, point. Listen, I kind of enjoyed his act. Yeah. Okay. It's not <laughs> too bad. It's freaking. Well, what I wanted to know, one on. other question it's I had, Bishki. It's definitely weird, which I like. Bishki, you mentioned how you wanted, there was a special exorcist. That you mentioned in the episode, some kind of rock star exorcist. Bob Larson. Oh, Bob Larson. Yes. And you were going to take fellow lodgers to see him. Yeah, it's been five years and I have haven't not, quite done it. Haven't okay, not. that was my question. <laughs> but we yeah. need to talk about this ending of the quote unquote documentary. It's where esteemed director William Friedkin is going to go meet with the subject of his exorcism yeah. in a church. Yeah. Uh, and for some by reason... By himself. For some reason, I forget the reason, but the, the camera, he didn't have the camera. The he camera forgot didn't it. Work. He, he conveniently, absentmindedly... In air quotes. ...was in I, so much passion to get there and see or talk to whoever, he forgot it. So what he has to do is... Describe what happened oh, in the theater, which is the woman oh, was it's like, I caught a fish this big, <laughs> she was slithering she across the ground. This is where I lost it. it listening to the episode. Speaking in tongues. <laughs> it's absolutely levitated off the floor. Because the now I'm understanding. Spinning. Wind was blowing in my face, and I heard a voice say, Freed kid. <laughs> when you're listening to the Lodgecast episode, you're listening to people describe. The description. <laughs> the description of shit you cannot see, and it's just beautiful. It's a pain I mean, this is pain and now pain. we're describing our descriptions of the yeah. description. Yeah. So let's let's pull ourselves out of this time loop. Well, just in case, it's on Tubi. Okay, <laughs> so if you, if you want to fire up Tubi, it's also on Crackle. But if it's, but uh, if you want to fire up Tubi, just yeah. search Devil it, and it, Father Mort. I would just I would just like to remind everyone that it's in the theme song. So you don't have to. Right. That <laughs> Literally, yeah, yeah. we're telling people they That's don't right. have to watch the That's movies. That's right. True, true. This might be one of those. The promise of the premise, Justin. Thank you. <laughs> That's yeah. right. That's right. Now, Sister Debbie, you did some other preparation for this. So I did. And can you tell us how dark did you go here? What did you do? Well, this afternoon, I sat on the couch on a rainy Los Angeles afternoon and watched the original Exorcist, yes. the 1972 mm. film. Amen. It was the first time in 15 years I've seen it. Oh, wow. Um, Whoa. 
And that's all I'm going to say right now, right? Sure. Okay. I mean, I'd that, love to talk about it to you. Once we see whatever the fuck we're about to see, we can bring we can bring up past satanic victories like The Exorcist. Let's but, just say people smoked a ton of cigarettes and that my jaw was on the ground several times. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully tonight. I mean, it's Russell Crowe. Yeah. Late period Russell Crowe. <laughs> well, I heard someone recently liken Russell Crowe to our generation's Richard Burton. Interesting. Which mm. felt real nice. Yeah. Instead of booze, it's like Subway sandwiches. <laughs> I mean, I think it could be booze also. He smells of cold cut combo. Yeah. yeah. The last time we saw him, he was big and sweaty in, oh, in Unhinged, which was shot at the Mission Tiki Drive-In deep in lockdown. Deep in lockdown. And, and uh, the, the only thing I remember about that screening... <laughs> Was that there was a group, like a soccer team full of young girls <laughs> that were like having a birthday party oh, yeah. at Unhinged. Yeah. I'm like, do they know? That is some Lynchian, like <laughs> like like Edward Hopper, Nighthawks, like painting nightmare come to life. <laughs> it really was. And it overshadowed anything from the movie. But I digress. Only in lockdown. So Russell Crowe's back. And what Freed, the fuck? Well, Friedkin has nothing to do with this. Friedkin right? has right. nothing to do <laughs> with Except this. Except in title. He, in, really? that, in the Venn diagram, Father Mort is in the center of, he's on one side and so, this is on the other. Is right. Crow a Mort? Crow, Crow is a Mort. <laughs> so, I mean. Also, if I can set the scene a little bit too, this parking garage is going to need a fucking exorcist because, I don't know, this is like summer blockbuster traffic There right are now. so many cars pulling up behind us thinking that we're going to get out. But they don't see all the microphones, and they don't yeah. see us laughing our asses off. We ain't moving anywhere, folks. Yeah. No I way. We're camped out. A mort at people, and they don't get it. <laughs> a mort. A mort. Pe people are here for a mort. They, they just hear a mort. Super Mario. They're here for Bo is Afraid, which is opening tonight. Yeah. Mm. Is there anything before climbing those sacred steps that we need to discuss about what we think is going to happen tonight, or are we just going to let it wash over? Us? I think. I think I just have one thing to say, which is. If you told me back in the original Father of Mort days that someday <laughs> Academy Award winner Russell Crowe would portray him in a theatrical like Hollywood movie, <laughs> I would have laughed in your face and just called you crazy. But now in the age of the chat GPT mid journey, like this is this is the future, folks. So buckle up like it's going to be a bumpy ride. <laughs> there right. is there is something full circle, you know, five years right. of Lodgecast. Mm, yes. Yeah. And on this episode, uh, Brother Lucas mentioned a very something very similar about, you know, Friedkin's destination himself right. uh, making that low rent uh, video journey uh, <laughs> with Father Amort. And now the same fate has befallen Mr. Crow. That's right. And it's just what what Amort does. He brings the boys <laughs> back in under his spell and they can't they can't leave well enough and alone. No. And here we are. He possesses right. them. I yeah. feel good about it. All right, let's I go get possessed, y'all. I feel like it's going to be two blondes. I feel good. In the name of the Lodge Master and the Lodge Cast and the Movie Lodge and Father Mort, let's let's do it. Love and light. Love and Love light, y'all. Right. Oh, you can't got mags that be dippy dippy dope, but the whole damn nation got the same. Honey, only fly to the B that's supposed not the president with government lane. Put me on a slow moving parliamentary hacking bandwagon. You can put me little ass in the grave. Every time you want it, I'll be live. Bring a date. I mean, computer when it's over, press save. So you can be the president. I'd rather be the Pope. Oh, my, what a sacrilegious meatball. We are back from the Pope's exorcist. <laughs> oh, my God, Holy Timote. We got to set the scene for this one before we even start talking about one frame of this film. I mean, that theater was packed to the gills with all kinds of people. It was a full congregation tonight. All walks of life. Packed. At theater. our church, which we passed through the Super Mario Brother Green Tunnel to enter into. <laughs> and tonight's movie, our movie, was in the one, the only haunted 
motherfucking Theater 13. Theater 13. Lucky 13. Mm. Hollow 13. Oh. I feel like the AMC manager who programs these movies <laughs> knows exactly <laughs> what they're doing. Like that is not that is not a coincidence. You know, I don't even think this this film would have shown up on any other screen. It no. had to have that Theater 13 special sauce to I've it. I've only been in Theater 13 with you guys. <laughs> oh, Both my episodes. You actually. brought it Ooh, here. The, one. Yeah, the, the catacombs the of the AMC. Yes. It, it warmed my heart that people spilling out of our theater and Super Mario Brothers were all talking the same. <laughs> hey, it's a me at the pub exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> where's the Luigi? <laughs> and our theater, I mean... What charged a, up, just just I mean, electric. Was, like just, I think it's opening night. Was tonight the opening whole, night, Bishke? Yeah. yeah, I think it's opening night. Okay. So I think people were buzzing. They were like, "The this boys is... next to Bishke and I." Oh, what man. was going on over they there? They were giggling like like men possessed. <laughs> Look, we're gonna get into it. Yeah, and this had some ticklish moments, but these boys. <laughs> Were like acting like it was the funniest fucking thing they'd ever seen in their yeah. life. Giggling like, like the whole way boys. through. There was such a spectrum of reaction. We had people that were laughing their asses off, and we had people that were taking it seriously. And I, I like to think religious seriousness. Yeah. They were yelling, some shushing, and, and then there were some people yeah. that had these wet hacking coughs, yeah. like where people were like maybe I possessed mean, with like some leftover COVID. Or yeah, something. fuck demons. COVID was in the room tonight. <laughs> you can feel it. I hope we're okay. Yeah, but it's that kind of crowd too. Where if somebody gets up to let somebody into an aisle, it's like glass bottles fall over. And there were a lot of phones in the first half, <laughs> and just, a lot just like torches, of ins and outs. Like just flashlights, flashlights flashing on the screen where people were trying to find their seats very leisurely, mm -hmm. very leisurely, moseying, ambling along. And right off the bat, we were like. You know, the opening credits were happening and suddenly there was a jump scare from the audience because a woman was just like, shut off your phone. Yeah. I like she was, was possessed. I thought it was in the movie. I was like, what? She was like, the power of Christ compels you <laughs> to shut off your phone. <laughs> No warning shot. Usually you get a warning shot. Yeah. No, you get a loud right shot to the screen. Yeah. That was crazy. That was some alpha move right there. I mean, we're already dipping our toe in the holy water. So before we take one step further... From Rotten Tomatoes, inspired by the actual file. From Rotten Tomatoes, inspired by the actual file. <laughs> not editing anything. An exorcism gone awry. <laughs> you can do it. From Rotten Tomatoes, inspired by the actual files of Father Gabriella Mort. Yes. Chief Exorcist of the Vatican, mm. Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. The Pope's exorcist follows a Mort as he investigates a young boy's terrifying possession and ends up uncovering a centuries-old conspiracy the Vatican has desperately tried to keep hidden, period. All right. Concise, professional schnapps. Yeah. There was no indication at the beginning that this was a true story. Are we to believe this actually happened? Every word of it is true. <laughs> Are All you of it. calling Father Gabriel Amort a liar? I never would. I never would. I think it was based on, very loosely. Based on, like... His books. They're good. <laughs> There's a lot of mythologizing going on here, guys. Oh. I mean, well, a lot of things that happened to him also happened in the movie that Sister Debbie watched earlier this afternoon. That's a lot of exorcism for one day, by yeah. the way. I mean, <laughs> there me was so much from The Exorcist in this. So did Father we Amort... watch the Nathan Few episode of the... Uh, oh, uh, the real yeah. estate yeah. exorcist. The four bone one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The ghost real estate agent. So did Father Amort go see The Exorcist and then, you know, smoke some opium and then write <laughs> some shit down? Because there's, I mean, there's head turnings and there's the crab walks, the vomiting on crab faces, walks. the swollen throat. Yes, I mean, the scary In voice. There's fuck me. I am legion. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. Well, I mean, you know, what are you gonna do? Not include some of that stuff? Right. It was I mean, a lot you put of it. the word exorcist in the title. There's some hallmark moments that we need. That's yeah. true. The drop in temperature. <clears throat> I mean, I don't know what I expected from this. 
But it wasn't this. It was not what we got. I think I expected something a lot more bargain basement. Same. Than yeah. what unspooled today. Yeah. I was very taken by it. I was like, this this movie had no business being as entertaining. No as it business. Was. Like, yeah. I had a hoop. I yeah. mean, yeah. Russell Crowe is having a blast. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'll say yes. there's, I can't imagine another actor no. who better suited at his age to play <laughs> Father Mort. He has that he nailed, twinkle he it out in of the his park. eye. Guys. Russell Crowe is fucking <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> He's taking the I mean, spirit. I mean, he is a twinkle in his eye, absolutely, just licking his chops. And I mean... It's it's infectious. Absolutely. I mean, if there was another actor, a lesser actor, what is this movie without Russell Crowe yeah. just driving he driving angers, us yeah. through he the, the love and light of this yeah. film? Driving us through it on a Vespa. Yes. Oh, yeah. man. Something out of a Wes Anderson movie, but totally straight here. Well, because like completely sincere. He, we've got very dramatic score pumping. I was loving the score. And he's cruising up to this castle <laughs> on the Vespa. And I'm in red socks. I, I've got these giggling like middle schoolers next to me. Um, but. I couldn't resist. Like they were kind of sucking the laughter oxygen from sure, me. Sure, sure. It's that's and yet tough. it was so funny. But it was strong enough I, I to just, break through. It, I broke through. Completely. Justin, what it was your Vespa me. pun? The alternate title for this should have been the Vespersist. There it is. <laughs> Thank you. The sight of Russell Crowe in his fucking hot dog and sunglasses, riding through the streets on his Vespa. It it's just. Gold. Mm -hmm. it's, it's chef's kiss. It's chef's kiss. <laughs> it's perfecto. Bishki, you got to get all the gifts from this. Oh, at so least many, so many just gifts. Get raw footage of, and the one gift we have, we yes. do have in our gift collection, uh, a gift of the real Father Mort doing the cuckoo, <laughs> doing his classic <laughs> finger, thumb on the nose and fingers up. Cuckoo. And one of the first gestures Crow does is. Mm -hmm. And we all we all just Leonardo DiCaprio pointed at the screen. <laughs> We're like, beer. that's the gift. That's the gift. We're sick. And he does that move like five times throughout, and it's always a delight. Yeah. I mean, I did not I did not expect Russell Crowe to bring it. I did not expect it to be intentionally funny. The father of Mort presented is a jokester. Yeah. And he's he does he has some huge actual laughs in the movie. But also it's it's the 80 for Brady principle where it's a cycle. It's like people are laughing at it, with it, and then you laugh at the people that were laughing with it. And then there's other another faction that laughs at those people. So it's just this laughter in the round. And yeah. it is wild. Yeah, I was laughing the entire time from the, from the get <laughs> as soon as he like was on screen. Because it's just, it's just like, it's so good. Like, it's just so, so good. He sounds like... A spicy meet the ball. Like a spicier Marlon Brando from The Godfather. They kick it off with him doing like a pretty crazy exorcism where he sends a demon from a boy into a pig and then somebody just shoots the pig and then it's like, Boom, the title. Solid. Clapping. Mm -hmm. Solid. Audience erupted. <laughs> yeah. The, the audience. I was like, wow, we're at this kind of a screening. <laughs> and then somebody behind me was like, stop, stop clapping. Like there was this <laughs> there was this yeah, there tension. Was a tension. Oh, Absolutely. Stop yeah. laughing. This happened to me. It was <laughs> it's a delicious tension where oh. you don't you really don't know what this crowd is going to do. It's a moving target. You can't pin it down. There were just like wild sounds that people would make. It's like when you're playing Grand Theft Auto and you're like running down the street and you run into just a random NPC on the street and they're like, hey. Yeah, just, there's a lot of demons in Theater 13 tonight. You just hear people out. go like, oh, or uh, uh, no. Like, like, what are they, what are they doing? What's going on here? It felt I, like a ride. It felt like it should have been a 4DX ride. Right. Like at it, a certain point, I was like, man, I wish I was getting the mist and the strobe light right yes. now and the, the seat shaking. Oh, the devil's exorcist I mean, in 4DX? Come on. I, so wet. Look, the devil's 4D exorcist. <laughs> Justin. <laughs> Justin's on Whoa. fire. The dad jokes are, are just flying oh, left and Justin's right here. Oh, on fire tonight. But the thing that was 
kind of wild to me, and I think you touched on it earlier, is the production value was a lot higher. It's high. it just, oh, man. Like quite large sets. Yeah, beautiful. Dude, the interior the sets were screen. wild. Played by Franco Nero, which was like another chef's kiss. Yeah, yes. Franco Nero. Yeah, he's, he's up just there. And that was in his A game, Gravitas. Oh, when he the opened Django. When he opened his mouth, the, the kids next to me were just, they were beside themselves. <laughs> they were absolutely beside themselves well, every time he was on screen. One of the things, it's like, I usually I usually am pretty upset at like haunted house creep around movies. Because it's just like, you're just walking around a spooky house, creaky floors. It's too dark. There's always a pop out and or you a just, jump scare. You just fall asleep. But this one, like... The, pr the production value was high enough in this giant fucking castle that this family has inherited. A holy building. A holy building, an yeah, abbey. An abbey. And the lighting isn't, the lighting is such where you can see everything. You know, like, you sometimes that's bad in a horror movie, but in this, there was plenty to show off. So I was happy that I could see everything. It added to the fun for me. Plus... It's not just a creeper movie because you layer that with the fucking exorcist riff that yeah. they're doing here. Beyond Russell Crowe and Franco Nero, though, <laughs> we're dealing with some pretty lightweight actors. Sure, yeah. sure. Wait, uh, what about the mom that was from Starry Eyes? What's her name? I enjoy her face. I enjoy she her, was her working. subtlety I mean, of reaction. Yeah. Yeah. She was going for it. But yeah. like for Crowe's right hand man. <laughs> Look, oh man, he looked uh, like Father George Santos. He, I was gonna say he looked like George Santos mixed with Marco Rubio. Mm. Oh, it was so crazy, Jack but it White. still somehow worked. And Jack White, yeah, like he he did what he could, but it would have been nice to have like a little more spice there. Mm -hmm. But he and Crow had a good goodbye play. So what happens in this movie is the mother who moves into this abbey, her son gets possessed. And this kid, I mean, he was tasked with, I mean, they replaced his voice. but That helped him. But he was moving his mouth to some of these crazy words. Yeah. Was he not completely CG at that point? He looked like Mithrigan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he got, he got more sculpted. He got more sculpted as it went. But initially, when he, when he gets possessed and he sounds like a cockney gangster from a Guy Ritchie movie, like I was, I was with him. He, he was a movie like this can really sink or swim on the afflicted tot. And this kid, I thought, brought it. I mean, what do you guys think of the kid? Yeah, I mean, every time someone in an exorcism movie starts speaking in the demon voice, my brain immediately, <laughs> I understand the original exorcist predates this, but my brain is like, Oh, I'm about to watch Evil Dead, but no fun. Right, right, And right. which is exactly where my brain went when that kid started talking. And then <laughs> it really won me over. It I'm was like, oh, it is going to be fun. It was kind of fun. A after watching the original so recently as in today, um, <laughs> watching Reagan yeah. and her... Um, From Reagan to Megan. Yeah. <laughs> her reactions, her her speech, her, you know. Her MRI. Obscenities, her MRI. Even had an MRI in this. Um, my jaw was on the ground so many times in that film. And he, this kid and this, I don't know, the CGI, my jaw was not on the ground for him ever. Yeah. I was never shocked by him. Right. Even when he's groping his own mom? Nah. Nah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, old. no. I mean, they could have pushed it further. I mean, this is this is not a PG-13 film, you know? The thing that I, I kept thinking about is, like, we are on very familiar territory here. There's right. a kid in a bed. He's got a problem. <laughs> a big problem. And then he's going to talk some shit that he and only he knows about our priest heroes. He's going to shake the priest. And then the priests are going to hold up some relics, say some prayers, and it's going to be a battle of words between these two forces in the bed and standing over the bed. Yes. Yeah. For a good hour. I mean, that, and that's what we're working with here. And, I'm, and, you know, I mean, that's not the makings of a high action. No. And yet. And yet. And yet we've got catacombs to explore. Mm. Oh man, catacombs. Indiana Bones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was a there was a plot twist in this that felt like somebody gave Damon Lindelof a hundred thousand dollars to come up with something to set this apart, <laughs> which is the guy who started the 
Spanish Inquisition was yeah. actually possessed by a demon, right? Right. Thereby, kind of absolving the church of <laughs> right. this yeah. massive no, that was stain on their wild, history, uh, which it, came out of wild fields. There was also an implication of the demon being responsible for sexual misconduct. Yes. yes. Yeah. Which was just like which a weird throwaway absolution. line. Threw that yeah. in there. Yeah. As long as we're absolving for sins, right? It's like yeah. everything bad that's happened, and there has been a lot. That was just evil. <laughs> that, that was yeah. one time I blamed I on the demons. The collection plate. It was a demon. It was a demon. <laughs> what can I say? Yeah, that shit was hilarious. And I don't even know. Like the audience was so punch drunk and delirious by that point that I don't even know if they registered it. No, but, I registered. Oh, we're it. just piggies at the slop, man, at the trough, just eating it up. Why was it was absolving the sins of the church? Yeah. What we find in the catacombs, in the you know, as we go deeper and deeper into these large yeah. giant. Atmos filled, you know, sets. Yes. There is a um, master exorcist on yes. a throne. Mm. Yes. Skeleton. With a, with a staff. With a staff and his journal. Yeah. But I, I'm i like, why is he on a throne? Mm -hmm. What is that room? Surrounded by markings like the, right. like the pentagram right. markings. What's up with the throne, man? Like, why? What is he, a king down there? Uh, What's we're going to have to well, see the, the prequel for that. Well, you need, I mean, it's a nice boss. set, but I don't. Well, no, you <laughs> need to take the head demon, of his staff. You take the head of his staff, then you put it in the door, use it as a key so you can get to the next level. Have you not played a Resident Evil game? Zach? I mean, and by the way, let's talk about that Not even to mention key. the crank. Let's talk about the key. Yeah. When key? Russell oh, Crowe yeah. reaches into the rib cage of the skeleton Indiana to Bones, get that baby. key and the he, pleasure he gets. He punctures of, the stomach and he's like, oh, he gags. Oh, forgive, oh. Me. <laughs> forgive me. Forgive me, my friend. He straight up gags. It was beautiful. Yeah. Now, usually it's when they go in these kind of movies when they're like spelunking around in the catacombs. That's when I'm like, fuck this. I'm out. But I was leaning forward. These were some quality catacombs. Yeah, I was and, there for it. When I knew they were going down, I was like, yes, like, let's fucking that's go. That's crazy. <laughs> I usually hate this shit. Because Crow, man. Yes. Yeah. It's Crow is making this so fucking watchable. Yeah. Yeah. And the audience just feeds into it because yeah. we oh, all God. wanted him to go. He makes you go really down there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And I know we said he was a lightweight, but his helper guy. I think added a lot to it too Good because foil. he was such mm -hmm. yeah the counterbalance he was, yeah he was the innocent guy who maybe wasn't so innocent but you know we he got to play off of him comedically a lot yeah. especially when he was going to take his confession before the festivities. I yeah. wish he was gay, though, you know? Wouldn't that have been so much oh, better? Oh, that would have been way better. Uh, like George Santos. The Catholic Church had to, like, sign off on this movie. Though. No. Okay. Catholic Church <laughs> isn't quite aware of this. But there was some, also some great imagery with Russell Crowe's traumatic memories and nightmares of being in the war and having all of his friends die and then a, a cardinal landing on his leg and then the cardinal becomes a recurring motif and this former exorcism that he semi-performed this woman bites its head off he gave up on her and he gave up on her and so she keeps appearing to him just chomping down on this cardinal with cardinal feathers going everywhere i mean that's a vision like Visually, this had plenty to look at and plenty to enjoy. This director is far more talented than what was required here. I mean, I mean, for what this is. For what I this mean, is. Yeah, there was a lot of Italian spoken in the movie, yeah. too, which was surprising. A ton. And they, they're always like, uh, we must speak English now. And Russell Crowe's like, they're like, no, English. Well, He's like, okay. The okay. back third of the movie, they just gave up on Italian altogether. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed. They're just, they're back in Rome. They're speaking English. Like it's, you know. But you see yeah. that Russell wants to speak. He, yeah, He absolutely. would love to speak Italian the whole time. Ab absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, man. So what else, what else was going on? Now, Sister Devi, you were taking notes <laughs> yeah right. what were you gleaning from this i it was so funny because like somebody somebody on screen would just puke a bunch of blood on somebody and <laughs> i'd look over to you and you'd be like hmm yes and you'd, you'd, take, you'd take a note what were you coming up with um well there were so many references that were fun um when the mom that actress uh sinks into the bed that nightmare on elm street yes. yeah was, that was a good callback uh, yeah really beautiful beautifully done but i really freaked out 
near the end. I don't know if we're ready to talk about. Um, uh, we definitely are. Yeah, yeah. So um, there are these two female figures that come up throughout the narrative of the film, right? There's the lovers. Yes. Um, so little Jack White um, had... <laughs> George Santos, Marco Rubio. <laughs> Maybe I'm being too generous, yeah. Um, had a lover, a secret lover, that the demon calls out as his sin. and He calls him a panty sniffer. <laughs> and, you know, she comes around a couple times. She's topless and covered in blood and... That's great. And then um, then there's this other woman that uh, Russell Crowe is uh, lamenting the death yes. of that also is very sexy and they have a sexy moment. The cardinal woman. Yeah, the cardinal woman. And it culminates in the end. And of course, the demon's final form are these sexy women. Yes. That, this is salad dragon. That they, yeah, are we Come calling on. this? The, we'll, we'll just have this be the catch all salad dragon. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Agree. The Salad Dragon. A scene in a movie that is so bizarre, baffling, or transcendent that it instantly justifies the price of admission. Or Reese Witherspoon's leafy transformation in A Wrinkle in Time. I was delirious with this scene. I mean, this. Paint the picture. Okay, so these, um, of course, this demon is their final version of this demon that there's like the final level, Osmodeus. the final countdown. Yes. They know his name. <laughs> Apparently, once you know the name of the demon, that's like all you need. It he says like that like smogus. 50 times. Yes. I just we need like to know his smogus. name. Yeah, they lay out the rules a lot, really heavy. I just kept hearing, rock me, Asmodeus. <laughs> Asmodeus, Asmodeus. <laughs> oh, yeah, all the music cues throughout were really fun, too. Oh, yeah, a lot of 80s, 80s needle drops, but Yeah, you know, yeah, Faith No More. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're back to the lowest of the catacombs. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so Russell Crowe is possessed, right? Big and, time. and sacrificed himself. And they're finally, he's finally getting through to him. Like they're starting to break through. He's starting to come back to life. He's and floating. Agro, super dark sided. He's, he's fighting the demon. And then these two women reveal, reveal themselves and start to seduce the two. One and of them comes out the of two an Iron Maiden. Yes. Completely naked, dripping in red blood. Yes. And so there's some bumping and grinding that, that <laughs> proceeds to happen. And of course, you know, it's like, these sexy ladies must be defeated, right? You they are not to be trusted. They are yeah. going to be the downfall. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, the first one, can anyone remember why she starts like catching on fire? Uh, he used one of the ex machina trinkets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like pushed it against <laughs> oh, her forehead. Right. I just really wanted, before we move too too far past this, to just really lock in on the, on the picture here. This is... This is like late period Ed Wood that we're watching right here. Like this is, we've got X-rated, triple X-rated. Like it's a na- it's a nudie picture and it's horror. It's everything. I mean, it's everything. And it's like zombies <laughs> rising from the graves. I mean, I am beside myself. It is yeah. so, uh, it's so ridiculous. And Russell Crowe, Russell Crowe's I mean, just levitating his ass off yeah. in the middle of everything <laughs> with pentagrams burning all around it's him. It's so true. It's so true. I mean, it truly, truly, Ed Wood is Thank you, Zach. Now so I like it so pleased. much better. Yeah, I love yeah. that description. Yeah. Go, yeah. go, go ahead. Yeah, go. yeah. So we have this um, amulet that's being pressed into the dripping blood naked lady's forehead. And she starts to writhe and blister. Yes. And her skin and the whole thing just blisters up and she explodes in like um, a whole, you know, rainbow of pus and blood. And the effects are good. Like, yeah. they're good. It was shocking. There's a lot of CG, but I'm like, that moment know. got me. That yeah. was like a clappable, like we started applause, applause, because it just... It yeah, so perfect. we applauded like that was the fucking infinity gauntlet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I think I think I I think, and I don't believe I'm alone. We all thought we were going to like a Saban film, really shitty, Saban and film. we yeah. came to a Sony Screen Gems yes. Yes. movie. Yeah. So it had I, I a little expect- bit of money to I play. I was expecting with. like peppermint quality, but this this was like, mm. oh my god, this was like better than Zemeckis. Yeah. Well, that's, that's not saying well, that. And, okay, and then there was, okay, just to bring it back to the second yes, yes. woman that her, her, I think her end was less um, shocking, like less um, brilliant, yeah. but she's writhing around and like imploding somehow. And <laughs> for a minute, her face flashes into a spider face. Yeah, That was a big mm. note I wrote down was spider face. Spider face. <laughs> yeah. I love this like spider goddess, you know, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. So I was pleased to see her. And then they're done. Uh, Russell Crowe takes out his whiskey again. 
<laughs> then they're gone. And they're, yeah, the women are dead and they're safe. Yeah, the women are dead now. All all is well. And then they return, <laughs> they return to Rome. And <laughs> so they, there's like a, a section where it sets up a, tries to set up a franchise. No, this is an X-Men ending. Yeah. yeah. Or, or sorry, this is a Marvel ending. Yeah. 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 This, yeah. Is, this is absolutely. Oh, the man. black priest that shows up should have had an eye patch. <laughs> yeah. Because this he was should've. a future franchise. They're setting. like, they're like, you did the great work. <laughs> now let's show you some secrets. Now listen, Father Amor, there was a 200 angels that got banished <laughs> to hell. And you got one. So we got the 199 oh, left. Yeah. 199 movies in the expanded kinda, universe. But it was kind of incredible because they're walking through this. They have yeah. a whole library. Explain this fucking. <laughs> yeah, if what I may, was if I that? This is kind of this is kind of a crouton. Uh, this is definitely a crouton. <laughs> crouton City. We're invited into a Catholic secret lab library. Oh my God. And there's a lot of people hard at work. Like, but, but there's they, a lot of activity, But folks. aren't they dissecting the, the all the relics from the house? Yes. From the abbey? Yes. Yeah, okay. And there, by the way... There this, are like 30 extras and they're all doing a lot of work. There's a lot all of... on screen at oh, once. yeah. There's a lot of investigation going through relics and artifacts. <laughs> and by the way, Russell Crowe and and George Santos have just arrived. <laughs> They've just arrived. Yes. So I don't understand what the hell is going on with the timeline here. Yeah. How did all these things arrive from the mm -hmm. Abbey? And by the way, the the other like head cardinal priest guy is saying like the boy made it back to America and he's doing fine now. Yeah. And like, <laughs> so they wrapped they wrap that whole family thing up tidy. real quick. Yeah, just tidy. everything you want. We never saw the family again. They like mm -hmm. drove They're off in a great. Ford Festiva yeah. and that was it. It did not offend me. No, no, somehow it did not offend me. I, I did not want to. I did not want to see them again in my life. No, yeah, we know they be they were fine. With you. Gone. Be gone with you. When they were basically like Father Amort, you're going to need to be in a ton of sequels, and he's like, I'm too old to be in all of them, but if I bring my pal here, we can conquer all these movies together. Then it was over, and the crowd erupted in applause. They were like ready, like if they were like. Guess what? The Pope's Exorcist Part Two, Papal Boogaloo, is starting right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody would stay put. And yet, and yet, I have a a just a small button live rewrite. Ooh, do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Lucas, do you, do you do you uh, bless this live rewrite? Oh, hell yes. All right. Zach, okay. Just it. it is just merely for the because I really liked this ending. I really liked what it was doing. It's just the last shot. Yeah. And because the crowd was so pumped, the crowd was ready for a, univ a cinematic universe of yes, sequels. Absolutely. Um, but what a missed opportunity to not see him like in slow motion driving away on his Vespa. Vespa. He was walking. That's all I wanted. <laughs> Larry and, and what I would have liked. That's exactly right, brother Lucas. I would have liked. His buddy priest yeah. holding on to his shoulders. Oh as well. yeah. And you hear, oh and you, and you hear devil inside. Devil inside. Oh. There we go. That's Hell the yes. library, right? Hell oh, yes. Cheers. One hundo. All right. Let's go there, Father Amort. Bones! Oh, who, who in this rogues gallery will be first to bone? Justin, you're first to bone. First to bone. What an honor. Um, <laughs> you know, sometimes less is a mort. Oh, but today, today I couldn't have asked for more because this just fucking brought it. Yeah. To the point where I don't say this lightly. I'm starting to question our reality because sure. every fucking movie we've been to this year is like a great time. <laughs> the audience is loving it. We're loving it. Everybody's laughing. It's the 80 for Brady syndrome. It, do it doesn't matter what it is. It's fucking Sally Field in a hot wing eating contest with Guy Fieri. <laughs> and we're like, fuck yeah, this rules. Oh, if Guy Fieri <laughs> had been down in those catacombs, like as a key master, yeah, forget it's just, about it. It's, it's the love and light 
that we're bringing to everything that I'm just, I'm basking in. Hell yeah. It's, it's the warm embrace of the Lord in, in every <laughs> cinematic experience. And I don't know what to do with that just information. Just enjoy it. Enjoy it. It's not promised. Shit's going to turn. Lucas like, is going to start getting upset again. Are we going to fucking ever. walk out of Renfield going like, I d guys, four bones. I don't know what's going on. No, I think that the, was delightful. I think the trick is we don't see Renfield. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, smart. I miss it. My only criticism of this, honestly, is that uh, I really wanted to see Evil Dead Rise next week. Mm. And I got too much of, you're going to go to hell out of your soul. I'm like, all right, I, I fucking did that already this right. week. I don't yeah, know. That was scary. <laughs> yeah. So You're going to have to uh, cleanse the palate steadily throughout this week to get ready for it. Or study and watch them all. Like everyone else is studying these days. <laughs> right. I just show up knowing nothing. But, uh, man, we've come a long way for from the devil and Father Amort. Oh, five uh, years. Which I well. barely remember. I remember the camera wasn't on for that one scene, and I remember I ate some Skittles, Ooh. and that's literally it. Yeah. So uh, I think this one's going to stick with me uh, for a lot longer. This was a great time at the cinema. I can't fuck. I can't. This is three bones. Yeah. I can't yeah. fucking believe it, but that's what happened. Yes, Justin. I'm, yes. I'm not going to try to rewrite history on the fly to maintain some kind of dignity. No. As three bone cinematic experience. It could be the new Amort line. We'll see. Mm. We will see. We'll see. I took that Father Amort line and fucking snorted it and had a great <laughs> time at this movie. <laughs> All right. Let's go to Sister Debbie. I'm very curious. Mm -hmm, very mm -hmm. curious. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm pr still processing, but sure. um, I also had a blast. I think we were probably 20 minutes in when I leaned over to Lodge Master and I said, "I'm having a great time." Yeah, you're like, <laughs> you're like, I really like this movie. <laughs> I was not prepared to like it as much as I did, which I think is somewhat of a consensus. Yes. Um, and you know, I was. I said before we went into the theater I was really sensitive to references to witchcraft mm -hmm. you know it was something that happened in the 1973 exorcist where, where they, they conflate witchcraft they, yeah they conflate witchcraft with um, Satan worship and it's just something that rubs me the wrong way so in the end I got a little fussy with like you know these evil women being portrayed sure. but honestly Zach's Ed Wood reference and there this like is. playful gratuitousness suddenly shifted my perspective and now I like it a lot. It lights up the catacombs. And then when you think about a brother Ben bum oh, and you put that into the equation, mm -hmm. I am at a solid three and a half. It's a brother Ben bump, y'all. Oh, oh, shit. I know. I had so much fun, you guys. Maybe I just like you all a lot, though. Too. So that's three with a Brother Ben bump. Yes, three, wow. Bob. I love it. I love it. Okay. I love a demon, too. You know, oh, it was a great time. Shit. <laughs> what is going on in this edge tonight? Osbodeus is with us. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's see. Bishki's real quiet, so I'm a little worried about him. We're going to hold on to him for a second. <laughs> But we're going to go all the way back to the trunk. I'm still here. Brother <laughs> <laughs> Lucas, what say you? What decree you? Oh, man. I, I First, I just want to preface this by saying that that audience and Theater 13 experience is four bones. Again, yes. it's another four bones. Meeting four bones. Experience just to be in the real world with that kind of energy. I mean, I know we've kind of joked about theaters being back, but tonight it really felt like theaters it were felt back. Like it. Yeah. Because there was just so much love and light just bursting in all directions. Like that energy carried over into the movie. So when it started, it just like kept building and building and building. And like everything I was seeing, it was just like hitting the bullseye. I heard you laughing. I'm like, when Lucas, when I can hear Lucas laughing above everyone else, that's a good sign. It's a very good sign. And I mean, on paper and in the trailer of this, it like seems like such a joke and it and it kind of is, but it's not because <laughs> Russell Crowe is so dialed in. He's committed. Totally committed to Father Amorth and like speaking Italian constantly. I was just like dumbfounded. Um, and yeah, his like little moments like with with asking for a double espresso and then like everyone in the theater laughs. And oh, they were 
busting a fucking gut over that. Yeah. He's I, like, sugar is the devil's work. Yeah. And then when it kind of turns into like Indiana Bones and they go into the catacombs, I'm like, yes, yes. Like, I want booby traps. I want like, yeah, hallucinations where there's like a virgin mother levitating. And we people think it, lost their shit yeah, when that happened. He thought it was sincere and then it turns into a trap, which was genius. Um, the so, ultimate booby trap. So I could definitely see 666 more of these sequels. <laughs> um, and, and to and to borrow what Brother Justin was saying, like, there were so many Brother Ben bumps in this movie. It was like a line. It was like a Brother Ben line. <laughs> <laughs> so much love and light. So I'm going to also give this three bones. But no Brother Ben bump. It was like two, but like but then it got Brother Ben bumped to like two and a half. Then it got Brother Ben bumped to like three when that girl exploded. Like, <laughs> so Brother Ben double bump. Double bump. It's a Brother Ben bump bump, y'all. Amazing. Unprecedented as well. Brother Lucas gave it three bones. I'm still, I'm worried about Bishki. Bishki's like when the demon, when the demon child was like docile for a little bit. And he's like... <laughs> you don't know if he's just sleeping, but then his eyes slowly open up. He's like he's I, creeping up my arm. I don't know what he's doing. Demon so. one ninety eight payment trickster demon <laughs> trickster is demon. in the edge. We're gonna go to brother Zach. I mean, I, yeah, you know what? 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 What else can we say here? Um, the devil and Father Amort <laughs> hold such a special place in my heart as a listener of this podcast. Yes. I really felt like we were going to come to a dud tonight. Mm. Right. We were going to have to artificially like, yeah. enhance it. <laughs> yeah. And what I wasn't expecting, I was like, whoa, look at all this. The, the crane moves and like the look at that fucking crazy ass production design going on in this yeah. movie. Gorgeous. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, I just started going like, wait a minute. What are we what are we watching here? And then we settled in and I'm like, oh, we're going to be here for the rest of the time <laughs> right. and in the yet, Abbey. <laughs> I'm very pleased because I'm here with Russell yes. as a Mort. And I mean, and I also love that they have him show down off this kid. So we have like an actual like Rocky, you know, versus Drago type setup. Right. And you're right. It really. <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean, the kid, the kid towards the end did look like he got punched in the face. Well, the kid a went few through times the ringer. by a giant Russian man. I mean, he's gonna need some 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 chamomile tea or something to just ease the throat a little bit. I just I was struggling a little bit with um, both loving the Spanish Inquisition uh, right, rewriting right. of, oh, this is why. Yeah, that's that's rough. Uh, all, all these children <laughs> have been abused by the Catholic Church priests over the years. And, you know, it's the devil was let out. And, you know, and then and then, of course, we're blaming these women for being temptresses. Yeah. At the end. But then one of them exploded when she <laughs> no, but before the explosion. I'm like, this is a fully committed. 100% naked woman yes. with blood dripping off of her mummified arms extended chasing <laughs> after this priest yeah. in a giant like catacomb set it just I'm really watching Maximum Ed Wood that's right and I just Max Wood I was <laughs> losing it I had tears streaming down my eyes so at one point I was at like, in my head, I was like, oh, this is a very fun, solid two and a half. Mm. And then I started going, I don't know. I yeah. think it's resting on the Amort line. No. And then that scene happened. <laughs> and I just, and then we got back to Rome and we got to our like, <laughs> everyone's hard at work in the lab. That's right. I just, you know, <laughs> fuck it, man. This is a three bone movie. Yes, this it is, is. Yes, it fucking is, Zach. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I love it. This is, this is what you want to watch at a sleepover with your oh, buddies. Yeah. You know, it just put it on, have some fun. And, uh, you know, go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> no one expected this kind of shit to be coming out of us tonight. Bishki. Benissimo. What are you going to do? What yeah. are you going to do? What am I going to do? <laughs> I'll tell you what I'm going to do. This is a trickster. <laughs> come, 
coming to say you're all high in your own supply. No! Fisky, no! You guys have done some evil things tonight. Laughing <laughs> it up at the real <laughs> demon possession. Whoa, that's and, hot. Uh, I'm going to go. <laughs> okay, so. Come on, man. With documentaries. I'm always learning something. R- William Friedkin taught us a lot in Devil, and, Devil and Father and Lord. And, and he, and so I, you know, that one, you know, not technically, well, not technically sound, had a lot to teach us. Um, the sound wasn't sound either. No, but so, you know, everyone laughed, scoffed at me for giving that two bones. And, and I stand by it and I will never watch the film again, but I stand by it. <laughs> But, but with narrative films, like, you know, you've seen so many and sometimes you just, you don't, you just, I've seen this before. I've seen this before. And, you know, so I have love and light for Russell Crowe, but I have even more love and light for him in Unhinged where I gave him two and a half bones. Oh, no. I so, feel like we all need to start praying to get the, pray. the demon out. <laughs> you gotta, yeah, you gotta be grace. relentless the with Lord your prayer with to get, to get the bones out. Amongst women. Blessed is the fruit of thy Do it in Latin. Do it in Latin. Latin uh, works better. Ensalada dragundo. It's working. It's working. The power of the salad dragon. Russell Crowe Father Morth. I gave it two bones. Let it rest on the line. I cannot. I just cannot. Bringing it right down to the line. Ideals. In the catacombs we go. Utah. Give me two. Bishki, come on. Okay. I will give the demon Bishki, Bishkimodius, his two. <laughs> in that people might get this on VOD at home and watch it and be like, what the fuck was the Lodgecast talking about? Because we did see it with the ultimate audience. Right. And that ha- that that has a lot to do with it. Whether we like it or not, whether we want to admit it or not, a wild electric audience is a win that will... And our expectations, sales. our expectations were also zero. Right. <laughs> and that's, I, you know, you don't have to figure expectations into your bone counts. Lord knows we all bring different criteria to what gives us our bone count. Brother Lucas being, you know, infamous for his Old Testament reasonings. But for me, longtime listeners will know I take expectations fully into consideration and I thought this was going to be such dog shit. Brother Zach, you nailed it. I'm like, in the back of my head, I'm like, oh, it's great that we're all together. and We're remembering <laughs> Lodge Casts of old. But this is going to be a real stinker, and we're not yeah. really have anything to say about it. It's neither going to be here nor there. But it was there, y'all. It was fun. It was fun. It was fucking fun. I had a blast, and I loved... I just loved the whole ride of it. I was nodding along. I was nodding along to the needle drops. I was nodding along to just how it was building. I was nodding and smiling every time Sister Debbie took a note. (laughs) And it was a blast. So to honor Brother Bishke, I will say it's about a two and a half. But I'm going to do the holiest of Brother Ben bumps right up to three. Mm. It's a Brother Ben bump, y'all. That's... The Pope's exorcist, y'all. <laughs> now, what did yeah. it say? What did it say at the very beginning? There was a quote that I found to be very uh, instructive. <laughs> it was something about uh, when you, know, you laugh, when you when you don't believe. Mm-hmm. That's when the devil is happiest. Is happiest because he's right there with you. And I, I feel like we could apply that. Yes. To this whole uh, episode of the Lodgecast, because Absolutely. you know we didn't expect it. And the devil was there to take full advantage of that situation. <laughs> and and Brother Bishke is saying, not so fast, demon. Right. <laughs> He's holding you're steadfast. Not, you're not going to enter through me. <laughs> but and the rest I'm, of us just said, let's go. Let's we go. will be your happy, conduit. That's happy correct. Happy hosts. We, we absolutely caught the vapors tonight. Oh, yeah, if this is what happens when you worship Satan. I'm going to go invest in a pet goat. Yes. <laughs> Handle. <laughs> Well, Sister Debbie, Brother Zach, and Brother Justin, thank you so much for entering the catacombs with us tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Happy to be here. What an unexpected delight. Brother Bishke, 
Stay strong. Utah, give me two. <laughs> <laughs> Love, Love and light. light. Love, Love and light. light. Can I call this living? Letting the world take me out of my mind With such heavy burdens It's hard for one to think sometimes I'm so down with depression But ain't no use in me Killing myself With your values gone In this world there's hardly Nothing left Sweet Sweet Such restlessness Such emphasis Sweet exorcist Woman I love you Have some fun and, uh, you know, go to hell.